And so when I started to learn to show up and, and just be curious and just go deep with somebody and really be curious about their world and, and their challenges and their problems and what it was they were trying to make happen in their business or in their life. Um, and th th that I w wasn't, you know, when she might make my proposal or, you know, thinking about all, all of that stuff, the stuff that concerned me um, when, whenever I was just in, in, in their world and, and, and not, not trying to get a client. Um, I, I just ended up with more clients. <laughs>
across Northern Ireland and 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 with a number um across across the border in in the south as well. So um yeah, it was a a decent size sort of local independent retailer and um. My my work in there was I, I was operations director was 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 the role I did for the majority of that time. So anything that involved people, my 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 dad had kind of worked out that product was not my thing, and um, and anything that involved people, he kind of uh, n- nudged me in that direction to that part of the business, and and that's where I spent a lot of my time. Um, Around about 2006, and, and I, I guess it had been coming for a while, but I, I, I didn't see it coming. Um, I, I had a what I call a, my burnout experience, and um, <clears throat> that that basically, what, what, how I describe that is, I, I went from functioning at, at what, what for me was a high level to um, not functioning at all well, really, really struggling with the most basic of of parts of my work um with within a, a six month period um and and that kind of went from sort of momentary experiences of feeling challenged um or feeling stressed by things that wouldn't normally stress me to it was just permanently like that um i i found my way to a, a psychotherapist and i spent probably about two and a half years um with my therapist and somewhere in the middle of that I I remember distinctly having the thought I was sitting across from him I can picture the brown leather chair that he was sitting in and thinking I want to go in your chair Mm. and um within probably um a a number of months I had done my I'd sort of gone and done a a four-day course in psychotherapy it was just a, a an introductory um just to see what it was like and and within a number of months I'd I'd signed up to a two-year diploma and so I did a two-year diploma in psychotherapy while I was doing that I I exited I worked out an exit with my family from the business and um, for a couple of years uh, I trained and then I I worked as a as a psychotherapist voluntarily Um, that's the way you clock up your hours Um, it's like nobody wants to pay a psychotherapist who isn't qualified and so I, I worked in the community center a few miles well maybe about 20 miles from my home in northern ireland and I, I spent a couple of years doing that got my got my hours to the point where i was um an, an accredited psychotherapist with the bacp as the organization and um then i i started to do some private work as well as the voluntary work and that transitioned to, to a point where I I was it was all it was all private work and I I my my, my time as a therapist was about about ten years, and um, that, that takes me up to about um, well the ten the ten years didn't end in twenty sixteen but in in in, in twenty sixteen I remember having dinner one night with one of the the ladies who had trained me as a, a therapist. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what I was saying, but she kind of paused, looked at me and said, have you ever thought about coaching? I didn't even know what coaching was. Right. I, I, you know, I'd heard of it, but I, I had no real concept of, of what that meant. And um, so, I mean, we, the dinner ended and I, I, I suppose I started to, I got curious. I started to research it and, and um, within a couple of months, I was, I was on a course training to be a coach. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I did a a coach for the the bulk of 2016. That was when I I did my initial uh, training as as a coach, and for for about four years I I treated it I suppose as as a hobby alongside my my therapy my psychotherapy work, and that um, you know so I I, I had a few clients um, and I but the bulk of my work was. Um, was was still in psychotherapy and and then early 2020 the the pandemic um arrived and and, and I had no clients in in either <laughs> psychotherapy right. because it, it was all face to face at that time I was like I probably had quite a strong view that at that time that you know it has to be face to face you cannot possibly do do this over 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 a computer screen um and and the 2020 um caused me to reflect on that yeah. <laughs> and um I, I took a decision uh, just i suppose middle of 2020 and um i, I two two things one i i started to 
I, I took a decision to that I wanted to go full time as a coach, and I, um, I also started to look for a coach. I, I'd read a book book called The Prosperous Coach that somewhere in it it said, <laughs> "Why would you be a coach and not have a coach?" I never heard that before, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, that makes perfect sense to me." So I, I started to look for a coach, and yeah. in October 2020, I started to work with um, with Anne Christian. I'm still working with him. We're, we're mm-hmm. just started our third 12 month program. Um, and that was a, that was a big decision for me. And one of the best decisions that, that, that I probably made, I, that I could have made with regard to um, not just my, my, my coaching work, but it's, 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 it's impacted my, my, my life in a lot of different ways. Um, and um, yeah, so hired, you know, started working with Ankush and, and, and started October 2020 end of october 2020 to to um build build a coaching practice yeah so beautiful thank you for sharing that and i i'm curious what the period was like between you know that uh, okay so it's kind of funny that you mentioned because it happens so often here all the time of somebody coming across coaching being introduced to it like having not heard of it before it's like somebody suggesting hey have you thought of getting into coaching you know you look like a perfect candidate to be a coach and you know the person the recipient of that conversation has never even heard of it and so there's a clue there as well like potentially for um clients out there civilians um who aren't in in that coaching circle that that probably haven't even heard of it like most people um haven't even heard of coaching so there's a there's a there's a clue there for for anyone um looking to connect with people but i guess i'm really curious that that what that period of time was like um and what had you really decide to give it your all so because four years to me yeah i i guess to me that feels like a, a I was going to say quite a long time as a transition. However, I started coaching part-time in 2005 and then left um, my final day in corporate was in 2011. So that that's six years, you know, and I was generally doing full-time work um, for five of those six years that wasn't, that wasn't coaching, but it was in senior leadership roles and coaching became part of that. But so I'm curious what, what was, and how would you describe that, that period you know starting out starting to coach people how were you connecting with those people mm-hmm. um and and then yeah what what was it how did that unfold and evolve to the extent that you got to a point where you said yeah i'm gonna do this full time mm. um i love that question actually because i don't think you know, i've ever thought about that but in a sense yeah i, I mean I suppose even though I I trained in in twenty sixteen, I think I I just had this underlying view of myself that I I'm, I'm a therapist and, and coaching is kind of it, it's the the secondary thing. I think I, that was kind of just how it sat, mm-hmm. and it, I don't think that was you know it wasn't wasn't part of a strategy or a plan. It was just what was in my head. I I and um, but but what 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 kind of I think what increasingly happened was, and and uh, you know, so as part of the course, I had to to coach some people, and so you know, part of that was coaching people on the course, and and then I had to go and find some people. So um, I actually went to uh, my my brothers were still running the family business, and I went and had a conversation with them and said, hey, um, I, I I I need people to coach. Would you know? Would you be willing to connect me with some people within your business? And and they did, and I did some work there, um, and that that you know that went really well. And they they had me back each of the following two years until twenty twenty um, to to work with people in in their business. Um, and in in addition to that, I I I just find my way into conversations with other people. Um, mostly by chance um you know i i had a i'll give you an example i i had a an a, a message i was messaged on linkedin by a, a guy who lives local to me and um he's a a gym owner pt and um he, he i mean i'm not quite sure how he you know heard about me but i mean he went he went to school with my son he's he's 20 years 25 years younger than me um and uh 
we we, we ended up working together. Um, he, he's now my PT. <laughs> he's a brilliant trainer, brilliant, brilliant PT. Um, and he he also runs retreats, and 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 I I speak on his retreats about mindset. Um, so, so I mean I mean that that just appeared out of the blue, and and he's been brilliant, you know. So because he he's he, he keeps referring people that that he trains to me um and, and so I, I had opportunity to work with I, I suppose quite a number of different people and the the transition fell I, I think what I found was the energy of people who were coming for coaching was completely different from the energy of people who were presenting for therapy um and I think over time it was it just became clear to me that um that that was it was more fun. <laughs> um, I, I, and I, I mean, I, I probably had thought I'd be a therapist for the rest of my life, but it, it, it was somewhere in the in the middle of this. And I think around the time I had this dinner with the, the lady that mentioned coaching to me, I was starting to see that um, I, I'd, I'd always had a, a passion for organizations and people in organizations and what happens when people come together with a shared vision to try to make something happen or to create something and whether that's a you know a profitable business or it's 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 a charity that's trying to provide a service to a community um i i love that and i think in 2020 whenever i had sort of you know my business kind of disappeared overnight um it it just I suppose over a couple of months pondering it, that that's that's just what made sense to me in terms of the direction to take things next. Um, to and so I didn't I didn't stop therapy immediately. Um, I, I I allowed my my practice. I just stopped taking on new therapy clients and and made a commitment to to, to go looking for um, coaching clients. And um, that 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 was yeah. I, I guess that was the transition. Um, it was. Um, yeah, I, th- I think the the yeah, I think I've covered all the points here that are probably irrelevant. And yeah, thank you, thank you. So, um, I guess it might be a contentious question. I don't mind if it is. Um, one of the Go things that I notice, yeah, <laughs> one of one of the things that that I notice, and there'll be people listening to this um, who might all be reading running the story. Oh my gosh, it's all right for you then, because I. I have spoken to coaches and indeed I've had times when I've experienced this myself where I need to be making money from coaching. And there's a, I would just suggest that that contaminates the energy of service. At least it can do. It's not, it doesn't have to, but it can do. Um, so I'm making an assumption here that perhaps you didn't have that going on, given your, you know, your, your history. Um, so I wonder if you can just just really speak to that. How does that look look to you? And what was your? It's a nice, easy, open question for you, PDC. So I wonder if you can just speak to that and what's your own experience of that, if there is any. And indeed, I'm sure that's probably cropped up in some of the conversations you've had, where you know you speak to other coaches and there is this. There's a I mean, there's a genuine need, like money makes the world go around. Like, is it, like I'm not going to deny that we we need money. I'm doing air quotes here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'd just be interested in really what's your what's your take and your experience on all of that. Yeah. Um, I th- I think for me, um, I mean the the, posi- the position I, I I was in, I, I suppose because I mean um, my 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 background in retail had had been had been good to me. Um, and and so I I mean I'm I've never been one hundred percent dependent on what I what I do now. I've never been one hundred percent dependent on on coaching or 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 my counselling. Um, but um, when I say not a hundred hundred percent, I I also needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what what I what I know is that um, no, no matter whether you need the money or not if i showed up to conversations needing a client that didn't go so well you, you know so whether 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 I, I i i you know whether i had to get that person over the line or not if i showed up needy as a coach uh, and and that's not the same as being needy for money i, yeah. I think those are two different things for me um at least for, for me i'm able to separate those now um and so when I 
started to learn to show up and, and just be curious and just go deep with somebody and really be curious about their world and, and their challenges and their problems and what it was they were trying to make happen in their business or in their life. Um, and th that I wasn't, you know, when should I make my proposal or, you know, thinking about all, all of that stuff, the stuff that concerned me um, when, whenever I was just in, in, in their world and, and, and not, not trying to get a client. Um, I, I just ended up with more clients. <laughs> um, yeah. that, that, that's how that seems to me. And, you know, even, even now, you, you know, I, I can still, do that you know as as somebody who has a, a practice that is is kind of going well now um there are times when i can show up and and and, and there's a little bit of neediness and, and it puts people off and and, and it's like I, I think that's you know for me um i i, I that, that's something that's independent of, you know, needing a client and needing money are not the same things and if you can separate those and and, and just be a coach um uh, cl clients will clients will find their way to you and clients will will find a way into your your practice and i've said on this podcast before my, i it looks to me at least it's just how it looks to me i don't know if it really is true not in any scientific research but it looks to me that the biggest influence i have over my business is my energetic relationship with it mm. and um it was uh melissa blackford actually who coached me um a little and um, asked me a question a few years ago, several years ago, that if your coaching business was a romantic partner, how would you describe the relationship? And I remember at the time thinking, oh my God, I would be like quite needy and I would be suggesting that this partner isn't isn't um, up to the job. And it was just, it just highlighted um, that the ickiness, if you like, the dysfunction in that, in that relating. And yet there's been times, you know, since then where it's felt like everything I've touched has, has turned to gold. Uh, not all the time, definitely not. It, it, it varies, but I noticed the biggest influence needs to be my energetic relationship with it. And if I'm showing up, as you've basically as you've described, that I'm I'm showing up for the client. I'm excited for the client. I'm excited what's possible for the client. And it really isn't. I can like I can care so much for, about the client for the client. I don't really care whether they become a client for me. I I mean I want that for them. Right. It, yeah. it's, it's kind of like it doesn't really matter that much to me, but I want I want that for them um, because of what 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 then becomes more possible. Indeed, what actually becomes inevitable That's how it looks to me, you know, come come on board and, and, and stuff that even look possible becomes inevitable. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that. I, I wonder what um, I might jump around a little bit here. I and mean, of course, it doesn't matter. It's only you and me here anyway. Um, Absolutely. So I'm curious about what what you've noticed. Just to, if you were just reflect really on those three years from from 2020 to now, we're recording this what mid mid June, late June, very very late June, um, 2023. So almost three years later. How would you describe your evolution as a as a coach in that time since you have been um, since it's been your sole vocation? Yeah. Um, well, in in end of October, twenty twenty, I I don't I don't remember exactly, but I had I, I think I had three clients. Um, you know, once sort of the first lockdown came out, there were there were, you know, a couple of people came back on on board and and was working with them, and I started working with Anne Kush, and he I, I guess what I mean the big the big thing that I focused on and I, and I, I tried to keep it simple because I mean I I, I paid him what, what for me at that time for for a coach was a significant amount of money and I, I, I took a decision that there is no point Peter in you paying Anne Kush and thinking that you know better than him so I took a decision that whatever he tells me to do I, I will do it in my own flavor, but I'm 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 broadly going to take what he says and and I'm going to implement that in my way and you know in a way that makes sense to me. And the first thing that I did was I I just I went all in on creating conversations. And he said to me, just look, fill your calendar with conversations. 
and and I and I took I took him literally, and I I you know I I ended up in conversations with people in my gym. Um, I went to my brothers and I said, "Who do you know? You know, who in your network um, would 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 be interested in in what I'm doing now? Because they'd had a little bit of experience of me in their business, so I thought, you know, they they can they can kind of speak to it, um, in, in some way. And so they 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 connected me with with some people that way. Um, my 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 client who uh, my my client Jordan who had who had um, uh, you know, my, my, who's, now, who's now my PT, he, he had started to refer people to me. And, um, you know, in terms of his experience of me, he had a great experience of me and, and people were kind of coming open and curious and interested. And, and a lot of those people signed up. So I was, I was just, I, I mean, I spent, I, sp- I spent that first year, I, I, I think, and I, my focus was just, um, in, in the first six months, primarily fill your calendar with conversations. Um, and that conversation with Ankush progressively shifted from um, how to fill my calendar to um, how to um, how to enroll those people that were coming into conversations with me and, 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 and actually to become better at the process, process of enrollment. And so I, I suppose those were the two, the two big things that I, I focused on in, 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 in that first year, there was probably a period where, you know, I was getting conversations, but not getting so many people to hire me. Uh, um, and, you know, part of that was down to, um, I was, I was in a bit of a rush, you know, I was a coming up, sh- showing up needy. And, and, you know, I, I remember vividly at one stage, I was kind of bemoaning the fact that I had had, had three people who I was dead sure were, were going to work with me. I'd sent them proposals and they just disappeared. <laughs> and, 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 and he just was like, okay, let's slow this down. I think you're making your proposals too quickly. You're, you're, n- you're not in service enough. You're, you're too eager to get to the proposal. You're too eager to get their money in your bank account. And um, so, so that was a big learning process as well. And in a way, that speaks to what what, what I touched on er, er, earlier that that piece about um, being needy. Um, and and so, but by the end of the first year, um, I had pretty well. It's, it's interesting because, um, and I've t- I've told Ankush this that the the first six months was really foundational, and and the second six months I started to gain traction. And I think in the first six months, I, I probably had successfully taken on two or three clients um, while working with Ankush. Um, and I've said to him, you know, if I'd only hired you for six months at the time, I might not have kept going with you. But mm-hmm. but I was in it for a year, and and in this by this by the end of twelve months, my my practice was full. Now, what that means for me, I I I, I have a kind of a band that means. You know, I'm full at 16, but I will take up to 20 clients. That that's kind of 16 to 20. Anywhere in that band for me is full. So when I hit 20, no more. When I when I'm 16, if there's nobody else around, that that that's okay because I'm pretty pretty busy at that. Um, I'm just curious, so, just on that point, you know, because yeah. I mean, like for me, definitely 20 just feels like a lot of people to mm-hmm. have as clients. So. Is that like just as a generalization? Is that like weekly, fortnightly? What what I'm kind of reimagining oh. like how many conversations are you having um, with with existing um, clients on a per week? Yeah, the the vast majority of those um, are uh, fortnightly, two two weekly, um, mm. and so you know that that's you know, with 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 clients who have who have hired me that's m- maximum of 10 conversations per week uh, yeah. and well if if it works out you, yeah. you know that yeah. <laughs> it's it's phased that way um no i've i've probably a couple of clients i've i've one i've two i've two clients right now who who come less frequently than that it's closer to once a month and and that's that's what suits them and um and it seems to work for them and um so it's so it's slight it's slightly less than you know twenty people fortnightly. Yeah. Um, so that that that's the kind of the cadence. Um, and, and what that leaves me is that leaves me space to 
um, have conversation. Well, it leaves me space to have a conversation with with my coach, Ankush. It leaves me space for conversations with people who who might be interested in working with me. It also leaves me space to have conversations like this. You know, <laughs> we, had a, we had a great conversation a couple of weeks ago, and I came yeah, off. Yeah. I mean, he, here's the thing: you refer, you, you mentioned energy earlier on, the energy that you bring. I, I love this. I, I love what I do. Yeah. And it, it's it's like it's not a chore. It's it's I, I get up in the morning and it's like, you, you know, I I I'll have typically three or four conversations scheduled. You know, so you, you know today today including this, I have three conversations scheduled. I've a a gap in the middle somewhere, and I'll I have a bundle of stuff on my desk, life admin stuff that I'll I'll, I'll deal with mm-hmm. some of that. Um, but I, I mean, I I will typically have three, two, four conversations Monday to Friday. Um. And and that that's how it looks. Um, uh, and evenings, I, I don't I don't tend to work after six. Um, I don't tend to start before nine thirty because I love to exercise. I train. I, I'm a bit addicted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I'm in the gym. I, I do the gym three times a week, but I train on my own as well. Uh, and yeah. um, it, that that's that makes a huge difference to me. I mean, the energy that I gain from my 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 physical exercise helps me hugely. It, it launches yeah. me into my yeah. day. That's just a given for me. But um, you know, it launches me into a day of conversations that I that I love, and whether that's people that I are clients or or people that I've never met before, and we're in a first conversation, I, I love it all. So it's 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 not a it's not a chore. Uh, I think it was maybe three years ago, I, I was here in Bali and I was being coached and had a realization at the time that I wasn't including my body in my business development. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, generally, when we think about business development, we wouldn't think about building and keeping our body nourished mm-hmm. and, and, and healthy and what have you and fit. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of a wake-up call. Actually, being in Bali, I then started doing yoga, of course. So, and and definitely that helped. That helped. Yeah. Peter, you've kind of touched on it. It feels like so we could talk about. And if you've got um, any stories, I'm going to ask you two questions in one here, so you can dodge the first one if you don't have. I'm, I, I bet you have though. Like you've touched on it about just simply being curious about people, connecting with them, having conversations. I, I know a lot of coaching um, trainings and schools, and I probably used it. Come on, you can you can enroll a client that you meet in in Starbucks or in a coffee shop and whilst it's possible i've never actually heard anybody who has done that um although um my favorite story is indeed my own um the first person i, I was coaching people before i went to my first actually prosperous coach intensive in 10 years ago 2013 um the night before i flew out to the us i bumped into a woman in the street physically bumped into her she dropped her saint as it happens it was an orange sainsbury's shopping bag and i remember um you know helping her to pick up her her shopping and i apologized to her profusely and oh, i don't even need to be in a rush i'm so sorry i, I I've got a flight to catch, but not till tomorrow. And and so we got talking about that. And she, you know, are you going somewhere nice on holiday? I'm like, no, I'm doing some training, coaching, and and she asked what it was about. And because I'm showing up with my enthusiasm for the profession, which was enrolling, and so she actually said, oh. I think I I could do with some of that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, well, the least I can do is have a conversation with you when I get back. I gave her my card and um, she emailed me. So we then arranged a time and yes, she became a client and my first client at the time to sign up for a, um, a package. Um, so yeah, you can, you can enroll clients that way. Um, so I'm curious if you've got any, any story there or whether there is a, a pattern there, but also as I, as I teased perhaps in the introduction, um, you also use, um, another method, right. To yeah. help bring people to you, which I'd love for you to share. So, sure. yeah. Um, so, so, um, in terms of a story, I mean, I, th- I think that the, the the closest to that is, um, I, yeah, I I I had a client. Um, I was going to a gym, different gym from I go to now, and we, we were. It was this guy that I'd been training beside, you know, for 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 probably a couple of months, and you know, he knew I was Peter, and I knew his first name, and that that was all either was new, and, you know, eventually the conversation came up, oh, what, you know, what do you do, and he ran a business, 
and 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 I was a coach, and 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 that th- there wasn't much more said, and and um, maybe two or three months later, might might even have been longer. I got I got a call from him from him, and he said, "Look, I think there's something you can maybe help me with," and um, so so, so we, we ended up having a couple of conversations, and we had a, a reasonably it was it was a short en- engagement, with something very specific that he wanted to work on, um, but it was um, you know that, that was. I think that was the, the the closest probably story I have to 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 that. I mean, I'm 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 not I, like I'm yeah. I, I don't I don't have loads of stories where I've kind of you know en- enrolled people in Starbucks or or, or or stuff like that. But I I mean I've the, the, I mean lo- lots of you know I, I suppose conversations where I I've just um, had a chance to speak to people. In, in who in, in businesses who um you know knew somebody who knew me um mm-hmm. I've had lots of that where and not even necessarily people who were clients but um it, it was like they you know somebody was talking to somebody and and they're like I know a guy who I think you should speak to and I've had quite a bit of that yeah. and yeah. just end up in a conversation and end up in another conversation and then it, it just it, it you know where, where where I can help, and they see I can help. Then that leads that leads to yeah. some sort of engagement. Um, so uh, the 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 other the other thing um, that you know that I have used, and, and I'm, I'm going to say from from the outset, you know this this is a little bit contentious because um, you know that this has worked for me, and I have. Um, you know, talk to a lot of people about how, well, what I'm talking about is lead generation. I, I use a lead generation company and I have done for, for, um, I, I, I actually, <laughs> I was talking to them just around the time I hired Ankush and, and signed them up just, it was probably right at the end of 2020. And, um, I mean, if, 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 if I hadn't probably been working with Ankush, I, I I just it would have been a disaster probably. He 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 helped me work out how to work with the people that I was getting into conversations with because it's it's like um and I you know the 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 guy that I work with is is has been really good for me at at generating leads, but a lead does not equal a client. It, mm-hmm. it, it absolutely doesn't and, and so i mean i know i've i've recommended the, the service to people uh, and it, it it hasn't worked for everybody so i want to be really clear about that um it's not a it's not like a golden ticket to filling your practice or it's but it but it's um it's it's a uh, you know so the i mean the way the way, way it works is basically um lead generation company they, they send messages to people um and and we agree a, a criteria of the sort of you know who who do you want to work with so right. i mean i want to work with leaders owners directors senior managers and leaders in small medium-sized businesses i i don't mind what the sector is um and and i really also don't particularly mind where in the world that they are um and, and so that's the criteria we've set up a yeah. criteria and he 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 um, sends connection requests to people who tick all of those boxes and then he also has copywriting skills and and, and writes messages uh, so we create messages and sign off on messages that he will subsequently send to people now it's not it's not a bombardment exercise. Everybody that agrees to connect with me gets one or two messages, and and if they respond to a if they respond to the first message, they won't get a second. If they don't respond to the first, they'll get a second. If they don't respond to either of those messages, that that's it. It stops there. So mm-hmm. it's not a it's it's not a kind of a uh, sustained kind of pressure. Um, but but the, what I have found is that the people who have responded. Um, the, the the I've had I mean I've had some amazing clients out of that. Yeah. Um, and you know it's not like my, my if if I'm honest the percentage of them that I actually hire. Um, you know I'm I'm in the middle of a contract at the minute for he the the the, the lead generation company to create thirty leads for me over a period of a a, a year. And if 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 I get and this may seem like a strange thing to say, but if, if I get two or three clients out of that, I'd be delighted. 
mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I know that the, the clients that I consistently have have uh, people who have hired me they, they, they you know they're people who have been curious they've been open they've gone deep uh, and they've renewed I mean one, one of one of the clients um you know a, a, an example of a guy um who who hired me I'm actually just thought of a point. Many of the people in that that have come to me, they they don't know what coaching is, right? And I don't know I don't know whether that's because it's a small, medium sized business. More, mm-hmm. well, I don't know mm-hmm. that's prevalent more there than in the sort of big corporate sector. But you know, quite often I've had to sort of you know it's like start from the beginning um, in a sense of. Um, you know, they, they don't even know what, what really what, what that looks like, what it looks like to be coached or to have a coach or what does a coach do. Um, and, and so getting into conversations that are, you know, the, virtually it, it is cold. It is cold in the sense that they do not know me. They've, they've no recommendation. They've no referral. They've received a message and there's something about the message that's caught their attention. And it may be, yeah. So, so is it that point that they become, uh, you know, essentially then your your um, lead gen company then passes that person to you? Like they've responded, and I guess they've they've qualified the response perhaps, and then they they provide it to you. Does that then lead to a conversation like automatically, or is there further? Not always. Yeah. Not always. You know. So at, at that point. Um, at the point that they respond or express interest in a conversation, you know, so they, they'll either come back and say, tell me more, at which case I'll step in and tell them more. So I have, okay. you know, I have a, you know, I have a, an A4 or PDF profile um, that I'll send or I'll, and I'd send a sort of cover email saying a little bit about the process involved. And um, so, so that they know that, you know, for for me, I, I'm I, I know that in order to get somebody over the line, I'm probably going to have two, three conversations minimum. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and so so you, you know I'll be upfront about that. Um, that they'll know there's no strings attached, there's no cost involved, be, you know, no commitment required at that at this point. It's just we're, we're we're connecting, we're getting to know each other. I'm getting to understand whether or not I can help them, and and if I can, I'll tell them, and and then I'll offer them an experience of what it would be like to be be coached by me, um, and then if if it makes sense to go beyond that, then you know at some point maybe we'll talk about how much I charge. Yeah. Um, See, so you, that's you, like you you've kind of I feel so like I have to say, I was really anti this. And hence, hence the discomfort, you know, when, when you first told me about this in, a, in our previous conversation, I'm like, oh, oh, this is something that I have actively, I've actively discouraged this because of the, you know, what I would term cold DMs. Like, I, I notice in me, I, just, I don't feel good about the cold DMs. And yet, me not feeling good about that is not of service to people that would benefit from, you know, from coaching. So it's like, well, I, I don't even want to connect with, I mean, it's, come on, it's not so bad, is it? Just to receive, particularly if you're not bombarding, if you're not bombarding mm-hmm. people. It's, it's, I notice in me, there's, it's, I'm not being of service by essentially dismissing this because it just feels a little bit uncomfortable to me. And I loved, particularly in our first conversation around this, like, you know, like, oh, I don't think I've even really thought about that because what I got from that conversation is you're entirely focused on how can you connect with people in a way that you you then can help them and mm-hmm. and I, I noticed that that a, a lot of coaches have a tendency to hide because of what i term and often i think even ankish might have asked this question in 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 the, in his group on facebook like what do you think is the number one reason coaches struggle and i sum it up with just two words self-obsession is actually we're, we're really putting ourselves on our own feelings ahead of being of service to a client you know, it's a very natural thing. It's a very human, human thing, of course. You know, I, I, it, it's kind of provocative in calling it self-obsession, but it's a very natural human trait that we all have. Like, I'm the most important person in my world. Without me, my world doesn't exist, right? So, um, however, what I loved about you is this almost singular focus on, well, I, I just want to be able to connect with these people so that, so that I can help them. Hmm. Well, I, th- I think for, for me... That that's what I mean. I I, I enjoy that in in that you, you know, and I think probably the first year that I did this, I, I was 
thinking much more about me than I was about them. And that that's progressively transitioned for me thinking much more about them than, than, than me. And, and um, so, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's like a, you know, if I actually thought about the percentages, you know, the number of, of the percentage of, of the number of people that originally get mess or, or, or get a connection request, the percentage of people that hire me, it's, it's tiny. tiny yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the, re the rejection rate is massive. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I thought about that every day. <laughs> right. That wouldn't know, help. That wouldn't help. Yeah. I, I wouldn't help. And so I, I know that, you know, of the people that receive a connection request, there's a proportion of those that will say yes and a proportion that will say no. And then of the ones that say yes to the connection request, there's a relatively small percentage that will respond to the message in, in, in any positive way. Um, and, and then there's a, there's only a small percentage of those that, that will actually ever work with me. And, and so I, 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 but for me, and maybe this is a selfish, but in a sense, I've had some of the most amazing clients. I mean, I've met people in industries and sectors and people who genuinely, I'm inspired by what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And, and and they're doing amazing things out there in different industries. And I, you know, number one, I, I sometimes I get to have a conversation with them and, and sometimes, sometimes I get to work with them. Yeah. And, um, you know, that there's, you know, there's a number of, I mean, I think I've probably two or three clients from that who have become just long-term clients who just keep, you know, I have one guy who has, he worked with me for three months and they say, oh, well, let's go for six next time. And he's just, he's just about to start a 12 month program with me. Uh, and th it's, there's something about, you know, when I just slow down, take my time and really connect with the people who, who are the right kind of people for me, then we end up going deep. You know, so it's not about. I mean, I've I've no idea what the return on investment in a sense is because I think I'm working with a couple of people at the minute who will potentially work with me for a number of years yet, um, and and so I, that's why I'm not that worried about um, the 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 kind of um, you know what, what is it the 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 um, success rate of, of conversion rates the word i'm looking for I, i'm mm -hmm. i'm really interested in converting the ones who yeah. the, the people who i have a you know they have a great connection with me i have a great connection with them i see massive possibility for them they feel it in me and and we do yeah. something cool. yeah yeah that's beautiful so, I want, yeah so that's that's yeah, i was just going to say yeah i mean and i i, I know it's it's not the right thing for everybody you know i don't i don't want to kind of pitch it in any way as as a um, you know, I, I said golden ticket earlier on. It's it's not. Um, and I know people that it has worked spectacularly well for, and I know people that it, it hasn't. So and and um, yeah, it's just one way. It's just it is just one yeah, way. It's just one yeah. way. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't, I haven't built my business on the back of it, but I, I've had a, a you know a decent number of my clients have come from it as well. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'll just point out, state the state the obvious here: having clients renew says something about what you're up to and, and, and the value that your clients are getting. And I know that particularly coaches starting out don't necessarily want to hear that, that like, oh, I get a lot of my clients from, from referrals. You do too. And, and as if you're starting out, then maybe you don't want to hear that, but there's, there's a, there's a, there's a reality there that, you know, if you, if you serve people and you provide value, they're going to want to talk about you and, and, and indeed recommend you and refer, and refer people to you that's a, a very natural a natural thing peter i wanted to ask you um whether anything crops up I, i'm thinking about it, i'm sure it does so i wonder what you notice whether you ever catch yourself um things that you have learned um experiences you had during your time in the family business um, or indeed as a, as a, and also perhaps we'll come to that second, like the, the link between psychotherapy. Yeah. So maybe in, in, in the family business, you said you're working with, um, you love to work with people in small to medium sized businesses. How has your experience in you yourself having some, I talk about this with some of my clients really about having some expertise and, and 
being authoritative about their expertise. Clearly, you do have expertise. You, you've been there. You've done that. Got the T-shirt. Um, how has that helped you? How does it help you in your coaching practice? Um, I, I think it, it, it helps me particularly with um, where, where people are involved in businesses because I have, I have some understanding of what it, it, it means to to run a business, to lead a team, to um, and even if it's not, you know, it doesn't have to be the same sector. But you know, I've I've sat on board meetings. I've, I I know what it's like to. To, to to be in 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 that those kind of environments um when when you know when 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 things are when things are going wonderfully and also when things are are going are difficult so so i, I suppose i have have some context then for whenever people who are who are running a business um or or leading in a business i i've got, i've got a context for um on understanding have a, some in some way what 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 they're working through or going through or what their challenge the challenge might feel like um so, so i think that's that's helpful um and um i mean i think i mean my my time in retail i i was just permanently engaging with people um people who were involved in the business people who were suppliers of the business in some way um i i you know by nature of it being small medium sized we we you know i i anything that was happening in our stores if there was a problem that that landed on my desk if there was an hr problem that you know if if if, if it wasn't you know resolved you know, but somewhere somewhere else in the company it, it, it would inevitably end up on my desk i knew a little bit about marketing because i handled marketing for a period so and, and i'm not a i'm not an expert in, in 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 any of those but just there's something about there, there's a phrase that i picked up I, i'm a i love to read and, and i one of one of my favorite authors in the last 10 years um has, has been a, a a guy called richard Rohr. And one of the, the the phrases that Richard uses is um, "everything belongs," and and I I love that because I've I've kind of adopted that for me. You know, I've taken that on for me in that you know my my experience in in retail, um, my experience of dealing with people, my experience of handling difficult circumstances, difficult customers, um, you, you know, difficult staff situations when 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 people are falling out over things that they don't need to fall out all over um I, i've been in the middle of all of that in in my past uh, and 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 it's fascinating because now i end up in conversations with people running businesses in different sectors and they come to me with you know i'm having a difficult relationship with wh whoever it is um you know it might be a might be a you know, an, an employee, or it might be a, a, a fellow director, or or wh whoever it is. Um, and I, I can, you know, my my past belongs in that conversation. That helps me in that conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I think that's how I'd answer that, Phil. Thank you. And and so perhaps in a in a similar vein, I'm, I'm guessing, but I'll ask anyway. I've already half asked it. So um. How does that apply? How does your your experience of uh, psychotherapy apply there, also? Yeah, well, I mean, it. I think when I, when I trained as a as as a coach, what was interesting to me was I, I was the only psychotherapist in the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there were, you know, maybe twenty people, and you know, there were some. Most of them were people who were in in a corporate job. Um, who were adding coaching skills to as a string to their bow, and um, some some of them were um, it's sort of con consultancy. They'd come out of corporate and set up their own sort of consultancy work, and and then there was me, and I kind of um, I, I felt a little bit at the start of it. Am I am I in the right room? And I I think I re realized quite quickly so much of what I had learned as a therapist in terms of. Um, well, first and foremost, just ability to be with a person and to listen, to slow down and just make them my sole focus. Mass, I, you know, I, I had I had ten years of just, 
yeah. you know, I, I'd done almost nothing else professionally. That that was, um, you know, that was a massive advantage to me at that time. Um, and um, then I suppose, um, yeah, I think. Well, I suppose just the 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 listening skills, and and then um, the 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 bringing of that along with the the you know bringing my my past retail in, in into that coaching space that those those two things came together but i think that you know the, i think i think the listening skills actually the one other thing that I, i'll add to that is um being a therapist i am totally comfortable being with emotion mm-hmm. yeah and 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 i and i know that can be challenging and and i was conscious when i was you know going through that training course some people were like it was it, there was a sense of what do I do if there's emotion appears in the room? It's almost like that that has to stay out, and 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 I think that that allows me again just to just to just to really be with people because sometimes there's emotion, um and and, and I'm you know what what allow what I'm able to do then is just just to normalize that and 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 empathize with it and and you know but then you know bring them back to okay well given where you're at what do, what do you you know what do you want to create now you know get given all of that so there's a um there's a nice i, I suppose maybe and it's maybe the style with which i i work as a coach that there is probably a bit of a therapeutic edge to it in some way um you know and, and that um it may be a slightly controversial thing to say, or maybe it's 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 not a not a very coachy thing to say, but but there you go. <laughs> very therapeutic for for us to really deeply listen to someone in a way that they they probably don't have anybody doing that, anybody else doing that in their life. Peter, absolute delight having this conversation with you. I've got one more question, which I'm going to end on. Um, however, if 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 um, People want to reach out to you, which I'm sure they probably will. I'll, I'll include it in the in the show notes anyway. But what's your preferred method that people get in contact with you? Um, pro- probably it's two 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 ways. Um, I, Facebook is you know just message me on Facebook. My yeah. I see I don't even have my surname on the screen, but maybe if you put it in the notes, yeah. McCammon M C C A M M O N. There are not very many Peter McCammons um, yeah. out there, so if you search Peter McCammon, you will find me. Um, my email address is peter at pm-coaching.co.uk. You, you can reach me that way. Um, I, I don't really have a, um, yeah, th- those are the, I, I'm not big in, I have a website, but I, I haven't, <laughs> we haven't seen, I, I'm not sure I've seen it in a year. <laughs> I don't, okay. I don't do a lot of posting on social, which is um, something I, I'm talking a lot to Ankush about at the minute. You know, should I do more? And 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 we're having a conversation about that. But so I'm not I'm not overly visible in in on social. But um, you you can connect with me through social. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. So finally, then I, I think it was Mahatma Gandhi who um, had said in response to a question, if he has a message for the people, and um, he had replied and said. My life is my message. I don't think I've asked this before, but I wonder for you, if your coaching has a message, what would that be for people? Um, Two things, Uh, you, you are amazing. Uh, and um, you, you really can create whatever you want. I'm with you on that, Peter. Thank you so much for, for giving your time. Um, this is going to be an absolute gem of an episode for people to listen to. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you, Phil. It's been my, my pleasure. And again, thank you. Thank you for the invitation and the opportunity to meet you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Coaching Life Podcast. I'd love to know what you're taking away from this conversation and how you will use that. Email us at coachinglife at philg.com.
And if you'd like to explore having me in your corner and as your mentor in building your practice and your prosperous coaching life, my six-month Coaching Life Unleashed program may be perfect for you. It has just four openings a year as I only work with two other coaches at a time. I'll bring all of my experience of over three decades of coaching, nearly two decades of experience of running a coaching business as my sole location. Drop me an email if you'd like more details or to set up a call to explore to see if this highly personalized intensive coaching and mentorship program will be a fit for you in creating and developing your prosperous coaching life and finally if you're enjoying these conversations please share them with your friends and your community and leave a review on your preferred podcast platform it makes a huge difference in helping other people like you get an unfiltered look at what it's like to live a coaching life until next time thank you very much for listening i wish you much love prosperity and joy